What's good? What's going on, man? Man, just chilling. Just, just another day, another dog. You feel me? There you, bro. Yeah, you guys had a, you guys had a game today, man. It's one one in the series. It's one one. Yeah. Um. So I end up. You knew they're gonna come out tough. You, I mean, oh, you, they had to, bro. They but to. they came out. You know, they came out tough. So you know, it was gonna be pretty much. I mean, we, now we know what to expect. Let's put it that way. And you so, guys like started we, off we didn't, slow. We didn't, yeah, we didn't play the best we've played, and we were trying to get hot like we were in the first game. So either way, but we're gonna be fine, bro. It's gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna make no, the series. No. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I mean, at least you guys showed like towards the end of the game, like it got close. Like you guys. No, you for guys sure. Did, we, you guys didn't no, only, we kept fighting. No, yeah. we we had fighting. We just always gonna keep fighting no matter what, and that's that's half the battle right there is just the fight. So for sure, man. Now you gotta put the the thinking into it. Yep. Play it all together. It's the playoffs, man. Win. It's the playoffs. I mean, we got an sure. awesome episode today, man. Yeah, this is one of my favorites so far. This is yeah, the guy we we low key look up to and admire yeah. and trying to you know follow the the template. Yeah, no, so definitely get that going. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, well, man. Today's guest. Well, how about we get to the interview, man? It was an awesome interview with Pat McAfee. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it, Our guy, man. Pat. Yeah, man, check it out. Um, subscribe, check us out. We're trying to we're trying to have more people come on, make it exciting. Um, yeah, yes, sir. We're trying to build this thing up. So without further ado, Mr. Enjoy. McAfee. Mr. McAfee. We have a very special guest today. He's an all-world punter, played for the Colts for eight seasons. He's a media mogul. He has his own show on YouTube Monday through Friday, 10 to noon Eastern, making his in-ring debut in WWE August 22nd. We'd like to welcome the recently married man, Mr. Pat McAfee. Hey, hey, thank you guys so much for having me. First conversation I had with Mr. T. Ross over there. I knew he was an electric individual. I couldn't wait to get on this podcast. And the marriage life isn't bad. It's a good time. I appreciate you guys for having me on here. How many many fights? How many fights since the ring's been slipped on? Well, you know, we're in, we're literally just got done with our honeymoon. So we are in that honeymoon phase. So enjoy it. I told, hey, I've told everybody this is easy. I've told everybody this is easy. Yeah, this yeah. Is awesome. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> it. Uh huh. Yeah. But yo, we're for me personally, I just became like a, a new WWE fan. So to see that you're about to throw down with Adam Cole was shocking, surprising, and I'm so excited for it. So tell us, like, what's going on, bro? Are you getting ready for that? Like, I saw you going from the top rope a couple times. Like, what's going on with that? Hey, I am pumped for you that you just recently became a fan because you experiencing something for the first time that I enjoy as well is yeah. it has to be so much fun for you because everybody, you know, I've been a wrestling fan my entire life, big wrestling mm-hmm. fan. And anytime I tell somebody who isn't a wrestling fan that I'm a wrestling fan, they always go, Why? I'm like, yo, it's a men's soap opera. Okay. Yeah. This is a soap opera. This is what it is. This is there's drama, there's action, mm-hmm. there's comedy, there's so For much sure. in there. And I've always just been such a big fan. It's like my go-to. So I started doing a little bit of stuff with NXT. I was asked to do the pre-show by Michael Cole and Triple H. I've been doing that for like two and a half, three years. And me and Adam Cole, since day one, have literally hated each other. Like everybody else has been very nice to me. Over legit. It's, <laughs> legit. it's legit hate. For three years, though, this guy, every time we interact with each other, it's neg- It's not good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like that with a lot of people. Normally, yeah. my interactions are pretty positive. So – 
he, because of 2020 and everybody being on lockdown, I, in my show growing and happening, he was in Indianapolis seeing his family and I heard about it. So I invited him to come on my show and he obviously asked, acted like a disrespectful scumbag yet again. He pushes my friend and then all of a sudden the next, like I'm getting called out. There's this happening. There's this happening. And I, to say, am I been preparing? I guess like I got in shape for my wedding. Cause I didn't want yeah. to be fat, yeah. but I mean, everybody knows I enjoy vitamins. This could be a real problem cardio wise. And I wish <laughs> I had more than a few weeks to get ready for this, but it's a lifelong dream come true. And I can't wait to punt his soul out of his body. T Ross. Man, but, I uh, can't wait for this. I can't wait for this, bro. When yeah. I saw this, I was like, wait, is this a thing? No, this is a real thing. Then I saw Triple H come on the show, and I was like, whoa, this is, yo, this is a fight about to happen. I just have one request. I just need to see you do, like, just, like, a couple moves. I'm a big Goldberg fan, so if you could throw, like, a jackhammer in there, just, like, for a finisher, okay. just throw that in there. And then just, like, to start it off, I just need to see, like, just, like, an easy DDT. Just oh, one quick. Okay. So – I don't know. So I haven't been very well received over there lately. Okay, A couple weeks ago, uh, NXT, I got kicked out of the building. I was on my honeymoon, by the way. I was invited up there on my honeymoon to make it right with Adam because I was in Florida. I was like an hour away on my honeymoon. So I get invited in there. I go in there. Okay, I think we make up day of the show. They're like, hey, you want to do some commentary tonight since you're in? We, you got COVID tests. You're doing a whole thing here. So I do some commentary. Then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Okay, all all fucking hell breaks loose, okay, out of nowhere. Uh, and it ends up with me punting him. And Triple H, the cerebral assassin, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the game, okay, he is two-handed pushing me out of the building, okay? And I'm getting booed by every other human in there. So then I get called back in there. And when it, tonight, I just got out of the arena. I literally just got out of the arena. I just talked some shit. I got booed out of there. But I have not been, like, taught, like, what's kosher, like – if I do the jackhammer, is Goldberg going to fucking hate me? Like, I don't know. I have no idea if I, I do. Actually, like, I've I heard stories. Those. You might – okay, don't let me get you in trouble, but you might want to check out, you know, with him before you just pull that out because you, I don't want you to be on his list and you're next and it's, it's a wrap. But, no, uh, I did see you get pushed by Triple H. And in all fairness, how you ended that whole thing and you kind of said, look, it's 2020. You can't change anything. <laughs> That you're just a short little bitch. Yo, I, I would have I snapped, too. I would have snapped. I would have rushed you, too. And then, yeah, the, the, the punt was uh, – yeah, that would have set anybody back. But anyway, I'm, I'm super excited for that fight, bro. And he knows. I've been talking about wrestling for the last – Oh, it's, it's been nonstop with him, and now, I was just this, like – I'm emotionally like attached now. I'm it was emotionally perfect. attached. It was perfect. Hey, he said you'd come on. I'll tell you what. The fucking uh, – the internet wrestling community – I mean, because I said something so disrespectful to their guy, which, by the way, he's been coming after me this entire time, too. So, like, what am I? I'm just supposed to sit back here and not say anything? I see. They have have been ruthless on the Internet. I mean, I have been getting slaughtered by the wrestling community. And the good news is, on Saturday, when I win, like, they're all going to have to fucking just deal with that. And that is something that is just – that's on them. That's not on me. That's on them. I can't wait to see you walk off with that belt. You're going to shock the world. If you walk out with that belt, it's going to be wild. I'm going to go no crazy. Belt. There's no championship <sighs> on the line yet. But <sighs> if I walk out of there with a win, just know I'm going to celebrate it. You're coming back. a fucking world championship. Yes, I, mean, I, I hope you gonna... do. You got to shot some, you know, do the Stone Cold thing, <laughs> shotgun some beers in the ring, do it. Celebrate. Stop. We need it. By the way, nobody, nobody talks about Stone Cold back in the day. I don't think he ever dropped one beer. Do you remember him ever dropping oh, no. a beer? No, no. All you just seen is the flick. The flick and then just three, four beers just catch, 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 catch. Shotgun. Wild. 
Yeah, it takes me years to get like that. His catch percentage was up in the high 90s. It's wild. I I think, yes, high 90s. I I think he might have dropped one, but it might have been a bad throw. But nonetheless, the next one's on target. He got him. Easy. Blame blame the quarterback, dude. Blame the quarterback. Yeah, from from the stands, it's probably probably not easy. Uh, who's who's uh, your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Then I grew up in the Attitude Era, so yep. mm-hmm. I mean Stone Cold and The Rock. Obviously, I feel like you you probably hear a lot of that those two in me whenever you talk to me because I assume that was a massive part of when my personality was being built. I'm like 12 years imagine. old. Yeah. So, but also obviously like Triple H when Degeneration X happened. I mean that is something that is just like complete pop culture change in the community I'm from. You know. I don't want to say white trash community, but yeah. we were in <laughs> the amount of suspensions that yeah. I got for telling people to suck it. I mean, suck it was it. just <laughs> wrestling is little riddled. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Remember it's that? great. Oh, always bro. Him and Shawn Michaels. Easy. Yeah, oh, my son loves, my son loves Triple H and Shawn Michaels all the time. He has like little action figures. He runs around the house all day with him. And he, so I think he those- tells Alexa. Yeah. He tells Alexa to um, play the Triple H song by Motorhead. <laughs> Early morning, seven a.m. Yo, Alexa, play the game. Boom. Every morning, that's how we wake up. Big that Triple H goes. That song goes very, very, hard, very hard. That's that my song. lifting song. I swear. My my teammates hate it, but I'm the one guy that comes in, and throws in rock music every day. So I mean, they're just gonna have to live with it. But yeah, Triple H, shout out to the game. Hey, that guy was pushing me out of his building just a couple weeks ago. I mean, those were some. You, you got lucky. Bro. You could have broke you, bro. You could have broke. He pushed easy. me one time. I backed up. And I mm-hmm. was like, all right, kind of cool. I guess Triple H just pushed me. Then he pushed me again. I'm like, wait a minute. Hey, why don't you chill out, okay? I understand. Yeah, why don't you chill out for a second, too? <laughs> it was a wild scene. But I think those four are probably the ones that shaped me. But then you go through the entire, you know, oh, you yes, go Rick Flair, obviously. I mean, yeah. you, Brock Lesnar is a guy that I'm a massive fan of because he's been able to do it for like – it feels like 70 years at this point. He's still he, he's intimidating. He's intimidating. He's like, oh, to yeah. me, he's like the white version of like Mike Tyson. The way I feel about Mike Tyson <laughs> as a kid. When you look at Brock, he's just like. Except six inches. He's got six inches on Mike. Oh, yeah. He's, he's massive. He's, so he's massive. He, he's the alpha human, I think. Oh, bro. I can't imagine, you know, the, the type of respect he commands when he goes backstage. Oh, bro. He's a, and he takes that shirt monster. off with that, sh- with that sword down his chest. I mean, come on. Oh. You can't. You can't. You can't. Bro. What do you say to that? What do you say to well, that? Well, then he just he just out of nowhere said he wanted to go fight people for real and became the fucking heavyweight champ. Just yeah, just like easy. that twice, bro. He's a, he's he's I don't know, bro. He lives by a different by a different code, I guess. You I know, know, I as somebody told me not in the wrestling business or that knows Brock. It was just somebody that like there's thoughts that he's potentially like an actual Viking, like like somehow his oh. DNA. Oh, is, and I was just telling him uh, this past week or like uh, a couple months, bro, I had to take Scandinavian history in college. And they were saying like one of the big things was for real crazy. They, they right? taught that at UW? What? Yeah, bro. What is they the were, they were purpose? Saying, I that? have no idea. But I took it. it. It sounded fun. So I took it. And they were like, yeah, Minnesota is actually like known for the people there have like or yeah. pretty much of all like Scandinavian descent. It's wild. Oh, for sure. Minnesota Vikings. Like it's, it's a thing, bro. There's a thing. He's he's from the heart of that. I can guarantee he's a real life Viking. It would be because you look at like I always thought, and I don't know what your guys' show talks about, so this could take a quite a left turn here. But I've always said like, hey, if there's like an extraterrestrial that comes down here and wants to fight like our best human, 
You know, like, yeah. hey, yeah. I think we send out fucking Brock. Like, I believe that is oh, the guy yeah. that's like. Oh, for sure. Or John. You know, John Jones. You know, John Jones. John Jones getting back in the game. Maybe him out there. But Going I mean, heavyweight? Oh. oh, he puts on that weight. It's over. It's over. Hey, Steve, let's not, hey, let's not discount the firefighter that's out there fucking throwing hands, too. But. Is that amazing? You looked at that fight, and I was like, you got a, a, a coach, a wrestling coach versus a firefighter, and it was like perfect. You look at it, it's like, that, that, that looks like a high school wrestling coach, and that looks like a guy that carries an axe and is oiled up at all times. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just I, like, I chest to chest, like, what? This is crazy. That fight hey, they're crazy. cool dudes. It was a really cool fight. That. The entire trilogy was awesome. All, but was pretty much dope. every fight, the loser had a chance to win it early. You know? Yeah, and that's yeah. all you can really ask for. Like, even in this last one, Cormier didn't look great. Obviously, his eye got messed up early, and then the poke made it even worse. But he wobbled Stipe in the first round. Like, Stipe was no, loose sure. in the first round. That's, you know what I mean? I think somebody was saying that. I think John Jones was saying, like, yo, like, since the eye poke, like, they said DC's boxing, you know, defense went down drastically. So I'm just like, yeah. if he would have just, you know, for and they were saying another thing, like Joe Rogan was saying, like, the ring was smaller, too. And they're saying that was making it, like, a little different. Because, like, now it's, like, they really, like, in close quarters. So when you're trying to get away, it's, like, it's pretty much nowhere to go sometimes. So I don't know. I, I would love to see a fourth fight because he was blind, bro. You can't, you can't fight with one eye. Like, no matter how tough you want to be, like, you can't see. Bro, you're going to be off just a little bit. So Man, um, Joe, it's Joe. tough when, when somebody's throwing two hands at you. It's tough. And you can't see one of them. That's probably a little bit of a difficult thing. But they, if I, there's a lot of conspiracy theories on the internet because the fighting community is such a passionate one. I guess early he got punched in his left eye and it was a little bit messed up. And if there's like a picture from early, I don't know if it's first round or second mm -hmm. round or whatever, and his eye is still uh, a little messed up, but then the poke just makes it even, like yeah, just goes like even. I hope that's, like, not a permanent thing, bro. That would, that would oh. suck. That would fucking suck. I can't that'd be a that. tough – there's a surgery, I'd assume, but who knows? That's a lot of bullshit. I don't want I surgery Somebody digging in your eye. eye. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that, bro. I, uh, I got LASIK. I got LASIK. It was, uh, it was a nightmare situation. They tape your eyeball open. They tape it open. And then, like, like on LASIK. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then you lose your vision. And then they say, tell us when you see the blinking light again. And it's like 10 seconds. I don't see it. And they're like, just tell us when it comes. I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. And they're like, just completely normal. Tell us when it comes. And I've been losing like, my mind. Yeah. You see like this faint little like light. And you're like, I see it. I got it. They're like, okay, good. Right. <laughs> oh my God. And then they got to do the other eye. Cause they only do it one at a time. So it's like, all right, now we potentially go blind in the left eye. Let's go ahead and do this again. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. But it worked. It worked. Your eyes but it was way better. They're way better now, yeah. or what? Yeah, I was like, um, I don't know my exact, but I was, I think I was like twenty eighty or something like that, which is like you see twenty feet is eighty feet, and then literally I took two Ambien afterwards the surgery. I woke up the next morning five a.m. and I could see like twenty fifteen, twenty ten. It was like overnight wow. I became a fucking super oh, damn. It was awesome. You it hit the golf ball better or what? Still pulling it left. Yeah. I just don't know if that's the eye. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a that's a core thing. That's a core balance. That's a core balance yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you guys golf? You guys golfers? Uh, a big golfer. I'm trying to get him into it. Every time I come down and see him, I'm like, come on, man. You live in Orlando. Yeah, you live by all the nice golf courses. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and you're well, a freak athlete, too. You'll be able to figure that out. Oh, he's got he's great hand-eye coordination. I mean, very good. He should be able to do it, but he just he's got to put some time just, in. It's just so hot during the middle of the day, bro. And, like, 
And if I don't so get out, long. it's so it's it's just too much, bro. My coach has like a tan on his little bald head because he was out there wearing a hat, and I'm just like, that's like that's what you have. Like, man, I'll take your word for it, bro. I'll, I'll go to the range. We can go to Top Golf. But yeah, hey, Top Golf. Top golf has changed the game. Make it bowling for golf. I mean, that is a brilliant sure. idea. Drinks, they might food, music, yeah, quick. Everything. I, everything. I wonder how many billions of dollars they have. I would assume. And they're open. I'm oh, seeing yeah. all these simulators around now too. Not that like in smaller yeah. cities that they, they don't have the actual top golfs. They have them in these bars now where you can just go play. You go in there, top yeah, golf, and get into the Houston. Four Seasons in Houston to have it. Oh. I know that because oh, see, four seasons, huh? Yeah, oh, four, four seasons. seasons. You're living yeah. nice, huh? Yeah, yeah. So if you're ever in town, just stop by and just stop in for a quick, uh, you know, a quick part three. You'll be good. Hey, Pat, I want. I've listened to your, I've listened to your show since the start. Uh, I want you to tell Terrence about the time you made a great purchase of a wrestling ring. Yeah, that was a wild story. Terrence, I'm not a guy supposed to have money. I appreciate you listening, by the way, man. That means a lot. All of them, man. Not every show, not every show is a banger. You know, we got some shit ones out there, but every <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> every I was once there in from while, the start, we'll man. Some, we'll find some. So you've been through some real shitty ones, but there's some magic we can create every once in a while. But uh, Terrence, I'm a guy who's not supposed to have money. I, I mean, I described that earlier with the yeah. town that I'm from. Like, so when I got money, I just the day I got drafted, I bought a Cadillac Escalade. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any money for like three months. I didn't know the signing bonus didn't come over for 90 days. I almost got repoed. Like I had to go into the oh. bank. I had to go in the bank with a Google image or uh, Google news article about how much my signing bonus was. Like yeah, that's how I got so, passed. Yeah. yeah, it was it worked. A, it, it did work. Yeah. The <laughs> bank gave me like an extension. They upped the interest obviously on the, I mean, oh, yeah, the whole thing. Sure. I got, yeah. I got completely fucked, but yeah, like I'm, I'm just not supposed to have money. So one night I got, um, I was a little bit intoxicated. It was probably WrestleMania uh, season probably mm-hmm. WrestleMania season whenever things were really piping up yeah. in the wrestling world. And uh, I was just searching around the internet and you can find anything on there, man. I, I, I almost pulled the trigger on some goats from Australia before just because I thought it'd be hilarious. I mean, there's like a lot of shit that I've done on the internet. Goats. Well, hey, turns out it's not the goats that are that expensive. It's actually the shipping of the goats that is a real oh, problem. That is a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> and keeping them alive to make them over here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I found I found a wrestling ring for sale on the internet, like deep in the internet, I guess, when I, when I was pretty drunk, and I bought it. And uh, I even designed it, like the color of the, the mat and the, the side and the turnbuckles and everything. I guess I designed You had to go through that whole you're process. Hammered, you're hammered during this while you're – Hammered, hammered, hammered. Designed. So I pass out <laughs> – Hammer drunk. I, I pass out. I wake up the next day, like, just go about my life. Okay, just go about my life. See where we go. A <laughs> couple months later, like, li- like 45 days later, I guess, is the actual number. An 18-wheeler pulls up to my fucking house, okay? And I'm, like, literally out, like, getting my mail, and a truck pulls up like it's a movie. A truck driver gets out, and he goes, where do you want me to put this thing? And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's a professional wrestling what are you talking about? He, and he pulls out the order for him. He was like, are you Pat fucking McAfee or Pat motherfucking McAfee? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I got a wrestling ring for you. Where are you going to put it? And I was like, uh, and I looked at it and he's these 18 foot pieces of wood. Like it is an 18 wheeler. That's pulled it's an in actual, it, it's like the WWE performance training center. Yeah. It's that full size ring. Yeah. And I go, but it's not put together. It's all the pieces. There's poles, yeah. there's fucking ropes. There's all this shit. There's pads. And I'm like, well, just put it in the barn, I guess. Like, I, I just put it in the fucking barn. I had a barn at the time. I like, just put it in the barn. So we put it together. Full-size wrestling ring. The only people that own it are people that run, like, wrestling promotions. I think he, I was the first, like, 
private resident that this guy ever made a, a ring for. Holy and it just kind of sat around. It was insane. It was just like, all right, I need to, I need to not go on the internet when I'm drunk. So where is it now? So now it's in my office. So for the last couple of weeks, it's been in my office because it, it finally has a purpose. That was like eight years ago I did that. Now it Bro. finally has a purpose. We built it in the office. So I've been trying to, trying to figure out my life in there for the last couple of weeks. It's an investment. You made an investment early on and you set that you set your, your destiny already. You just put it out there. Next thing you know, you have the fight. It's 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 all planned. Hey, drunk me knew, dude. Hey, oh, drunk yeah. drunk me knew what was going on. Yo, drunk me, it takes care of you sometimes. You just gotta you have faith and just you know go with the flow. But it's those other times you see. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a it's it's like a haymaker It'll connect every now and then but it's not something you want to do and make a, a habit of but nonetheless it, it worked out like this is the best drunk story of all time yeah and there's you know now there's tax purposes you know i could write oh, that bro. thing off because of training easy. for it easy. i mean here Get we are <laughs> go from that top rope bro hey, hey, have you seen oh, have you ahead, seen that he took out the other bed in that hotel room Oh yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right oh, this here, is a different room. This is a different right room. This too. is a different room, right? There's no bed right here. No bed right here. Just He's just in a team room now. Yeah, just team room. We have this suite where they connect, like you know, to like a, a Motel Six, and like if you want a suite, you just get two rooms with the connecting door. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. So they took everything out. It's pretty dope. They did that for a few rooms. They made a weight room in one of the rooms. Like everything, they put like extra padding down, rubber, everything. It's ridiculous. Hey, it's awesome wow. in there, huh? It's, not really. <laughs> it's not awesome. Really. You're right. This guy calls me all day, every day. Yeah, it's not. What, it's you, not. what are you doing? What are you doing there? It's tough, bro. Where are you at? I'm in Washington. Not not the Washington football team, Washington. I'm in Washington State. Yeah, you're in. That's where uh, you went. Huh? That's where you went school? I, I, didn't, I didn't go to Washington. He, I went to University of Idaho, but me and him grew up in Portland, Portland together. Where'd you yeah. go to school, Terrence? I went to Washington. You, you, went, you, to you went to UW. Mm -hmm. Hey, the purple, that's the purple school, right? Yeah. yeah 91 right. champions, baby. UW. 91. <laughs> yeah, they were 90. That's, that's the best I can play we have. We have a national championship in 91 for a football team when they were like the shit. Oh, Napoleon Kaufman? Who was the running know. back then? Some, I don't know, bro. I don't fucking know, bro. I'm a basketball player. Why would I know that? I know. Oh, have a little respect for your fucking alma mater. Yeah, yeah man. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, in, they're great. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> go, go Jake Locker. Yeah. <laughs> go Jake. <laughs> My guy. Yeah, I don't hey, know. I don't watch college football. Pat, talk a little bit about, like, I, I love your guys' setup there in Indianapolis. Like, did you have that fantasy factory, like, type of vibe when you wanted to with your friends? Like, that, it's awesome, it looks like. Yeah, I when I retired, I wanted to like, um, you know, I wouldn't enjoy going to work. Like, I wouldn't enjoy going to work. And in Indianapolis, prices, property, cost of living is very good. I mean, it's a very great, affordable place to live. I mean, you can yeah. you can do a lot of things there. Like, my house is ridiculous oh, in Indianapolis, sure. and it shouldn't be. Like, if if you were to take my house into a city that is, so, you know, so pricey. Awesome. Yeah, it would be fun. Like, there's no yeah. way I would. I don't even know if Andrew Luck would be able to afford it. But in Indianapolis, like, there is good stuff. Man. So I, I wanted to enjoy going to work. And I think motion creates emotion, too. So, like, when I'm thinking or doing something, like, I like shooting hoops or I like moving. Like, so to build an office that can house that, 
you got to build a pretty hilarious thing. And obviously, we all watched Robin and Big and Fear, uh, uh, Fantasy Factory right. and everything like that. And I was like, that's probably where I want right. type of thing I want to do. So we kind of have that little setup, little feel in Indianapolis, and it's been good for us. Just me and my friends going to work and trying to make dumb shit on the internet. You know, just uh, it's a dumb life. Bro, that dope. is the that's dream. So that's what. That's literally what we want to do. That's you're the guy. <laughs> we're the guy we look up to to do shit like that, man. What the company hey, works. Indiana sometime. Hey, please do. Hey, that basketball hoop too, Ooh. by the way, needs to be christened. I don't think Let's go, bro. Whoa, we'll some test. I'm ready. Break that backboard. It's gonna hurt, but I'll hey, do it. Hey, we're gonna have to lower that thing down. And that I wanna let you know that basketball hoop costs more than anything else in the fucking office. I got scammed by the people that built it for me. They put these two metal trusses in. They're like, we'll do it because we'll make it real nice for you because we know yeah. it's gonna be on camera. And oh, then they yeah, gave me the thing I'm like, yo, I can go to fucking Target it. and get this thing for 150 yeah, and, and bucks. Put it, you know, yeah, and it looks way better, right? Yeah. Yes. Trust me, but, I'm, I'm trying to get a hoop in my backyard, and they're trying to, like, they're trying to tell me I need, like, an actual court. And I'm just like, bro, I just want a hoop. I don't want the lines. Don't want that. No, just give me the hoop, okay? Just put the fucking hole up there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, please, in the backboard. That's all I need. And I don't even need that. You know, the internet, though, is a busy, it's a busy profession, though, you know, because the internet doesn't stops. stop. So you'd have to fucking, so for me, like I retired, obviously, and my profession of kicking, like, mm -hmm. you know, like there was a lot of downtime, obviously. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of time with my thoughts, but I was always like wanting to be active. And then you get in the internet game and then I got a chance to learn from the Barstool folks and they fucking, Dave is a genius, obviously, big cat and I'm watching them work. You got to just be on there. Like you got to be yeah. on there. So my wife doesn't always love it, obviously, but like I've become, <laughs> I've become 45 times more busy than I was whenever I was an athlete but i enjoy it so much like i have it's so probably much fun, fun now yeah like the yeah. life after football is fun it's not like it's a fun. tedious thing that you have to look for no it's a fun thing that you want to do that's what i'm that's what i want to do well no Lynn, hey that first week we started the podcast i never seen terrence so excited he's like oh, had his bro. computer already he's like oh this is like a job like i like this like i like this feeling <laughs> you get so used to it like basketball not being a job you're just doing yeah, it man and you were this hyped is... you're just so just in my ear all the time. Let's this go, let's is go, so much fun. We could, I could just talk shit and just, and what? And people are just going to listen? Oh, fucking sign me up, bro. <laughs> hey, and, and also, like, the internet, the purpose of the internet is, and I don't want to say the purpose of it, but the beauty of the internet is, like, you can take a shot on something. If it stinks, like, unless it is catastrophically terrible, okay? Yeah. If it's just kind of like, something that stinks it doesn't hit like people are one scroll past that anyways it's like yeah just keep taking shots you know like that's the thing about the internet it's like just keep yeah. taking because you never you never know what's gonna go you never yeah, know crazy. what's gonna go it's crazy and that's why it's just you just got as long as you just keep going at it I'm, something's gonna stick eventually and that's either way it's fun trying and doing this either way and just having people and interacting with them that's that's the beauty of the job right there i don't know i don't know you well enough uh brother Potsy. man they call me potsy potsy yeah, happy days. Happy it, days. I was, only, I was the only white guy on a basketball team. All black, school. Up, all black school. All black school. We called him Potsy only because he was white and no other fact. That was it. I like. I, I respect that, man. There's yeah. been, wow. you know, many a Caucasian nicknames for being the only white person around. Potsy's a good one. The, uh, yeah. But, Terrence, you're a guy that made it big, right? You're living yeah. out a lot of people's dreams. You're doing a lot of big shit, mm -hmm. but you're also a very relatable individual. You're perfect for the internet. Like you are oh, yeah, bro. perfect for the internet, man. It is. I'm going to find my niche. He's good. He's good. He's like, it's a, you guys are set up for success. You just got to fuck. It's consistency and sticking with it, man. It's a lot of, oh, yeah. it's a lot of time, but it's so much fun, man. It so is. much fun. Oh, yeah. it We're is. loving it. 
Well, man, yeah. we really appreciate this, Pat. I mean, obviously, big fans. We we really we really like love watching you, man, and seeing what it's you've been able to do with bro. your friends. And we're trying to follow the same path. Riveting. Man. Let's get you guys a show, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, Grant, what's the offseason? Your offseason is what, like two weeks this year? <laughs> no, it's actually no. going to be a little. Bro, actually, after this, whenever we get sent home, or if we win it all, whatever, uh, it's they're not starting until maybe January now. So I we're gonna I have saw some March. Time. I saw possibly March. Bro, pushing it. I they, saw so March they're, possibly. They're, yeah, they're trying not to to do so much of the bubble next season. They're just trying to make sure that if we do do the bubble, they're gonna try to do it so we can transition into having people back into like the stands again. But they're trying oh, I didn't to know do that. Do, I thought it was like wild, October. At the, initially, they were going to do that. Then they pushed it back to like, okay, now it's going to be maybe uh, late no or late November, early December. Then it got pushed back to January. So it's just going to hey, keep getting pushed back. We'll bro. fucking go and get it then. Hey, we got enough time after this. Go and get bro, it. I'm gonna be all over the place. We're going to LA. Yeah. Hop on some podcasts. We're gonna we're gonna make our little round trips, bro. We're gonna make we're gonna put some work in this summer. Yeah. Hey, whenever the dude. fucking shit ends. Yeah. Hey, outside of that bubble that you guys are in down there, you know and. Hotel, super motel, eight suites and stuff like that, okay? Outside here. It's wild times, Terrence. It's wild times out here. Oh, yeah. I, trust me. I'm safe in my little safe haven bubble. There's no germs here. There's no wildness. So I know once we leave these walls, it's going to turn into like fucking a dis- some type of fucked up dystopia. So I'm ready for it. Hey, keep killing it, man. You're, yes, sir. It's been fun getting to learn about you, know you, and then watch you play, man. I enjoy I like rooting for humans more so oh, than Oh, for teams. sure, bro. That's how it's been, so, too. You got your one pre- team, then you got your favorite player. So that's how it goes. I appreciate you guys. Podsy, appreciate you, man. T. Ross, thanks for having me. I hope yeah, this man. show continues to crush because you guys are show. good people. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do we'll it. Make it work. Appreciate you again, appreciate my man. That. Nice to you guys. Yes, yes sir. That was an awesome interview with Pat. We want to thank everybody for listening. Go subscribe. Go catch us on Instagram at the T Ross Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at Podcast T Ross. We appreciate you guys. See you.